Time now to check in with our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Tom, you there? I'm here, Chris. As always, I continue to travel this great country of ours, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I dressed up like a snowbird and headed to the warm, promised land of sun, Florida. I started my journey in Chicago on an early Sunday morning. There wasn't a single smile in the entire airport. (laughs) Tired, salt-covered people dragged their luggage through security like a prize fighter coming out for the final round. But as soon as I arrived at the gate for Orlando, the mood was different. There were Hawaiian shirts, wizard hats, and people actually smiling a smile that indicated that they knew that within hours, they would do something truly miraculous. They would time travel past winter, over spring, and land in summer. These people weren't lying to themselves anymore about enjoying the winter and that hockey is fun. They packed up their sunblock and boarded a plane for the Sunshine State. Have you ever gotten so excited to be headed someplace warm that you rolled your winter coat up in a ball and tossed it in the recycling bin outside the men's room? I have. For the most part, Orlando is a theme park wrapped inside a freeway on its way to an aquarium. You can't escape it. If you're not in a theme park, you're in a hotel that's trying to push you into a theme park. And before I knew it, I was on a shuttle bus headed to the Magic Kingdom. That's where I met Bob. He was the grandpa who had arranged to take his entire family to Disney. Bob, his wife, their children with their spouses, and three grandchildren who looked a little too young to be out of the house, let alone on their way to a 12-hour onslaught of manufactured fun. The parents tried to put mouse ears on the kids, but they weren't having it. They were crying and biting and squirming out of their parents' grasp. If I'm being honest, Bob said, I like Disney more than anyone in the family. But with how crazy the world is, I see nothing wrong with hanging out in a land of make-believe for a while. They've been going to Disney every year for the last ten years. It gives everyone something to look forward to and keeps his family together. It also helps that Bob pays for the whole trip. He said that the more he whips out his credit card, the more he sees everybody. I told him he was blessed and put on my noise-canceling headphones and made his family disappear. As sticky and crazy as Bob's family looked, I must have looked even stranger buying a ticket for Disney by myself without any children. But there's something inescapable about the joy of this place. Even the most cynical heart melts once you're walking down Main Street to the sounds of Dixieland. Have you ever gotten a strange look from a dad when you joined his family on the teacup ride? I have. They didn't really want me there, but it's hard not to get close once that cup starts to spin. When the ride was over, I realized I better head straight to the Skipper Canteen Jungle Cruise Restaurant, which is one of the only places that sells alcohol in the entire park. I had mixed feelings about drinking at Disney, but I felt this was more appropriate than going around on the Dumbo ride by myself, waving to unsuspecting strangers along the fence. I was served by a Jungle Cruise pilot named Hector. I tried to learn about him, but he never broke character. 
I asked him about working here, and he said he always loved the jungle. I asked if he graduated college, and he said he's learned more defending his boat from lions and hippos than he ever would in school. So I continued to drink and started to play along. Have you ever pretended to be an African tribesman and lunged at an unsuspecting waiter just to see if he would attack you with his pretend whip or his pretend gun? I have. It turns out a whip can't be pretend. Have you ever been asked to leave a theme park but refused until you could buy an ice cream cone and a cup with ears on it? I have. When I woke up the next day, I decided I'd better head to the coast so I could recharge by the beach and be around more people my age. I ended up in a sleepy town on the Gulf side called Siesta Key. I figured I would get some much needed rest in a place that had nap in the name. This is where senior citizens go to spend their children's inheritance. Everyone just putters around, swimming and playing games, waiting for happy hour to arrive. And happy hour for seniors can start as early as two in the afternoon. I'm telling you, this place is spring break for old people. Have you ever walked along the beach filled with 80-year-olds and suddenly realized what it feels like to be Ryan Gosling? I have. Heads were turning, ladies were waving. They watched in awe as I got out of my beach chair all by myself. As I was standing at the water's edge, a man came up and started talking to me as if we had been in the middle of a conversation. He started by saying, and that's when I told her, I don't want to have drinks with those people. I just nodded along. Have you ever started to realize that you were playing the role of an old guy's neighbor, but no one had given you your lines? I have. So I let him do the talking, and before long it was happy hour, and I wrapped up my visit to Florida, drinking margaritas and eating fried shrimp with a woman named Gladys. Have you ever been so hungover on the Gulf Coast that you seriously thought about buying a terry cloth jumpsuit, a giant straw hat, and staying in Florida forever? I have. And that's when I knew it was time to head back home. So until next time, this is Tom Papa out in America. Thank you, Tom.